0: Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Need
1: help getting your builder's registration? Call Master Builders Victoria today to discuss our member support program. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. The Great Avi Company for Dwayne's World for Master Builders. Get expert legal support. Become a Master Builders Victoria member today. Midday Madness has been fantastic today. Two hours of world football. Midday Madness for Melbourne Roadside Rescue. Wrong fuel extraction. Search up shipcreek.com.au. And it is the beauty and the fun for me of Midday Madness. You call and talk about what you'd like to call and talk about and uh, it's been a fantastic, it's been an amazing reaction to what happened this morning. I presume would get a lot of calls but it's been amazing how uh, astute some of the callers and texts have been and it was great to have John Aloisi on the program as well. The draft coming up next Monday a lot of young draft prospects have been talking and talking themselves up and talking extremely well. One is uh, Elijah Sardis, who's going to join us on this program a little bit later on. But his coach, Jason Davenport, coach of the Oakley Chargers, has been good enough to join us for a little bit of draft talk, thanks to Tyre Power. Pick one, big holiday sale now on, because quite a few Oakley Chargers players are expected to be grabbed next Monday. Welcome to you, Jason. Great to have you on. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. So you had nine players go to the draft combine?
0: Uh, we did. I think it was nine or ten in the end. I don't think Alan Davy was listed as an Oakley Charger, but he he definitely played there this year. So um, we had a good number. We hit the double figures,
1: I think, in the end. So let's talk about them first. Then the the father son prospects, Elwin, uh Davy Junior. and and Jaden Davy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we saw glimpses of of Alan's brilliance this year in in, in patches and. Probably for Alan, uh, one thing we also, from a coaching perspective, we were able to do this year was was playing pretty much anywhere but the ruck you know, on the ground, and <laughs> his skill set really allowed him to excel. And and Jaden, we all know the story around Jaden and um, the unfortunate injury early in the year, but Jaden up until that point in his preseason was um, boy, he had some explosiveness and some power and agility to him. He's got a lot of tricks, so I think
1: uh, I think Essendon fans have got a lot to look forward to in the coming years. So, an Essendon might also be a chance to grab Elijah Sardis, mightn't they, with pick four?
0: It is trending that way, Dwayne. I don't like to, obviously, pencil things or even guess. Some of these AFL clubs are very good at staying very discreet about what they're thinking. But uh,
1: I would think Elijah's gone that first handful of picks. So, who's better player, George Wardlaw, who North Melbourne might grab with picks two or three, (laughs) or Elijah?
0: You know I'm not going to answer that, mate. I... I, uh, (laughs) Look, to, to be fair, and I think Lige and George have spoken really openly about this too, they actually, you know, the amount of footy they've played together, they actually complement one another because their games are so different. So George's contested ball and his explosiveness, his power, um, he is every bit what you'd call an inside ball-type midfielder. And, and Lige is very much a hybrid mid that can really win his, ball, win his ball, own ball on the inside, but also his running power on the outside, his agility – his ability to get the ball inside 50 to his teammate's advantage and or even hit the scoreboard himself. They're both, uh, I tell you what, it was, it was pretty um, pretty good fun coaching them for a handful of games this year at Oakley and also Vic Metro and, and they've got bright futures.
1: So how far off Will Ashcroft's standard are they all? Are they just as good in your eyes, even though most believe that Will Ashcroft is essentially pick one or will he be nominated early and will end up at Brisbane, even though uh, he'll be nominated by, what well, either North Melbourne or the Giants pick one?
0: Yeah, I think. Look, I think Will's performances throughout the year and the consistency of those performances um, validate the talk around him being the number one pick in the draft, and and rightfully so. I think George and and Lige both had interrupted years, but I think um, I think over the long run it would be really hard to sort of split the three of them if I was, was to be to be fair. And I really enjoyed the opportunity to coach all of them and. You know, to see Will, how consistent he was over a period of time, I'll tell you what, it's, um, it's super impressive. But I've also had the opportunity to work, you know, through the week, not just on game day and see the, the, the ceiling of talent that Lige and George have as well. So all three of those players are going to be great to watch for, for many years to come at the highest level. And they're all really different players too. So I think each club that sort of ends up going forward with these players, obviously Brisbane with Will, but they know what they're getting and, and they're going to look to complement their system with those
1: players. So quite a few of the players, if not all of them at the moment, Jason, are very open and honest about themselves. They're well-versed. They do extremely well when it comes to interviews. uh, And they're quite prepared to open up about their own lives, which is a little bit different to the old school, keep your cards close to your chest mentality. It's a different world now.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think COVID's taught us a lot about that too. I think these these young men that we're talking about today, you know, they missed out on a lot of things through a really important stage of their lives. And I think, you know, in order to survive at the next level, you do need to carry yourself with a level of confidence. And we all exuberate confidence different ways. I think that's important to make sure that we're encouraging these young athletes through our programs and across the pathway programs in the country just to really be themselves. Um, And I think that that's, that's the most important thing when it comes to performance too. Clubs know that if they allow athletes to be themselves and express themselves and and feel really comfortable in their own skin that that the performances will flow on from that so it's been great watching these young men really bounce back after a really challenging few years in victoria and to see how well prepared they are both mentally and physically has been uh, nothing short of outstanding I, i sit here and you know as a player that came through the system late as a 21 year old but just having a look at these athletes and what they can do at 17 18 years old now i'll tell you what i wouldn't been no chance to get drafted uh, back in the day.
1: <laughs> so George Wardler goes early. Elijah Sardis goes maybe pick four to Essen. And Owen and Jaden Davey get to Essen and through the father son system. You've got a couple of other guys that uh, might be taken first round as well. Where do you think Matthew Jefferson uh, is going to be taken? What what pick range?
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. The way it's trending, I would think he's sort of in the the mid to late of the first round. Um, but I think Jeffo is one of those kids. He doesn't really care. He just wants his opportunity and he's proven this year that he's shown that his best football is very much something that's going to, you know, transition really well to the AFL. I think there's some real smokies in, in Bailey McDonald and even Blake Drury. Um, you know, Bailey McDonald has genuine AFL speed as, as only a kid and it's all happened really fast for him and, Drury's shown his polish through the the carnival and the NAB League games. Josh Weddle who was on no one's draft boards in January now looks like a first round pick as well so, um, you know, it's been a really exciting year to work with these young men, Dwayne, and I think it's it's important to know too that, you know, in our system we're very much just resources for these kids and they really eat up um, the programs and um, go above and beyond presenting themselves physically and absorbing information as well as they do. It's been unbelievably impressive and all credits due to those athletes and um, I'm really excited to see to see these guys get their opportunity and and hopefully a few more.
1: Did you coach uh, Stephen Lawrence's son as well is it uh, Jeremy or Jerome Lawrence?
0: That's right yeah Jerome so late late comer to football from a I guess a serious perspective he was a 19 year old in our program this year and was just enjoying some footy junior footy with his mates and then thought you know what I'll give this a go and He's, a, uh, he's definitely a natural athlete and he had some challenges with some injuries this year, um, along with a couple of our other players. But, um, you know, he showed enough, I think, that, that Hawthorne have really taken him into consideration and, and fingers crossed um, either they give him his opportunity or if not, another, another club jumps at him.
1: So the, the number of midfielders that you've got and, and Wardlaw and, and Sardis, obviously, uh, Elijah's going to join us on the program a little later on. Um, specifically, are they designed these days in your system to to stay on, rest forward, and be goal kickers, even though in the AFL system they might be taken off and rested on the bench? Do you tend to leave your players on more often? Uh, my, my
0: biggest approach, Dwayne, is probably more so making sure that AFL clubs get to see these players in positions that they'll play at the next level. So... Um, I'm not really a believer in just leaving your best players on the ground and playing them forward and playing them mid and not giving them an opportunity to, to essentially apply themselves to their craft to the best of their ability. You know, we we try and manage. We've got SNC teams that really manage game time and um, that's all deliberate based on training loads and making sure that these athletes don't break down outside of freak accidents from being in a combative sport. So for me as a coach in the pathways with both Oakley and Vic Metro, it's very much just about showcasing talent. It's not about winning games. We want these kids to really express themselves as players. Um, and it's important to put them in a position where clubs see them playing in the coming years. And um, that's that's my job. That's what I, you know, I, I guess set out to achieve to the best of my ability. We make mistakes at different stages as coaches, but we, we really try and make sure we support the athlete in, in expressing themselves and their, their talent as an
1: AFL player. And AFL ready for round one. Guys like Wardlaw, Sardis, Jefferson, uh, ready for round one if they get it right over the preseason?
0: Oh, no doubt, and that'll very much depend on the system too. I mean, these young athletes are stepping into elite programs where you know they're probably going to be, I guess, pleasantly surprised by just how good the 35th, 36th player is on an AFL list. I mean, we're talking about um, an elite sport, and um, these athletes are very well prepared, and so these young kids who have a great level of confidence and are physically and mentally prepared um, for the challenges that lay ahead still have to make sure that they earn that right. And I think clubs do a really good job managing that. And I think Josh Weddle's probably the other one who physically is, is, um, you know, I think in the combine, I think pretty much every test he finished in the top 10. So, they're ready, definitely ready made but I think um I think clubs manage these these young players really well, thinking long term, more often than not when they invest in a in a quality young player and they're not thinking, you know, twenty, twenty two games straight off the bat. They really want to manage their their athletes and um, we try and prepare them the best we can. We we really encourage our players to to seek um, what works best for them individually as well and at the end of the day, they'll be as ready as they can be. But until you're actually inside the four walls of a lead environment, uh, there's only so much you can do.
1: Hey, great to have a chat to you, Jason. Congratulations on how many players you have been able to develop under your system, not just this year, but in previous years, you've been doing a great job as coach of the Oakley Chargers and uh, may you keep on keeping on. We'll talk soon.
0: Uh, thanks, Duane. I appreciate it. And uh, definitely wishing uh, everyone well in the next few weeks and, Fingers crossed, uh, not only Oakley, but some strong representation across Victoria um, after the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, it should be fantastic. Uh, Jason Davenport, coach of the Oakley Chargers. A little bit of draft talk for tyre power. Draft three tyres. Get your fourth tyre free on Falcon four-wheel drive. Wild peak tyres as well. A couple of texts coming through, so I'll go back to your texts very shortly, but the open line is open, three hundred. 736-736, the open line brought to us by Werribee Kia, awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. As I mentioned, we're going to have a chat to Elijah Sardis later in the program. You're with well.
0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the
1: power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.